Hello and welcome to today's segment of Every Woman. Uh, this is your host today, Sheila Johnson. And of course, we call this segment What's Cooking with Sheila? Uh, because you all know that uh, I do produce a cooking show and I invite amazing Kansas Cityans into the studio. We cook together, we eat together, and then we chat it up. We chat it up about all kinds of things, you know. Uh, and so this is like right up my alley, right, y'all? So today's guest on Every Woman, I'm so super excited uh, to introduce y'all. And so let me first tell you, before I even tell you her name, I'm going to uh, give you a little bio. With a diverse background in business and experience working with organizations, Lauren Conway is a Swiss Army knife ready to tell women stories and help them level up as leaders. Did y'all hear me? She got it ready, y'all. She's not playing when it comes to those things that impact women and those who identify as women. She's fierce with it, y'all. Today, Lauren serves as founder and CEO of Innovate Her, Inc., a 5,800-plus member leadership community serving women and individuals of marginalized gender, gender experience. Through Innovate Her, KC, and as host of the Startup Hustle podcast, she makes it her mission to amplify and celebrate badass women doing kick-ass things in Kansas City, facilitating space for leadership development, a supportive network, resourcing, resource sharing, and mentorship for members. Y'all help me welcome Lauren Conway to this week's segment of Every Woman. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Ella, what's cooking? What's going on, girl? You are what's cooking today on the show, and I'm so Ooh. excited. <laughs> I am. I, I have been waiting for this moment for quite some time. You know that I'm a huge fan of you, my friend. So the, just the opportunity to, to chat with you, it's an honor. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you. I, too, have, you know, uh, been waiting for this and for the right, and this is perfect. You know, everything happens, you know, when it's supposed to in the, yes, yeah. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Yay. So, uh, Lauren, can you just tell people, are you from Kansas City? No, I'm not, actually. Um, okay. I am from across the state uh, in St. Louis. And the joke that I always say, like, please don't send me back. Um, you know, I, I, I <laughs> like St. Louis. Just fine. It's where my family is. It's where my his a lot of my history is. But I have deeply, deeply fallen in love with Kansas City. Aww. I love this city. We love <laughs> you too. And St. Louis can't have you back. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let you know next meeting. <laughs> yes. 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 They cannot have you back. And so you know, Lauren, there may be someone out there listening who have never heard of Innovate Her. So what would you yeah. tell the, that listener, what is Innovate Her? Well, so, so that, to me, as founder, is a pretty complicated question. Because yes. uh, we do a lot of things, and we believe a lot of things, and we promote a lot of things, and champion a lot of things. But uh, it's funny, so, so my husband, uh, he, he came to me a while back, and he was like, you know, Lauren, I just have a really difficult time 
explaining to people what you do. And I'm like, that's okay, babe. I have a hard time explaining to people what I do sometimes. <laughs> yes. uh, so, so it's not just you. And and really, the, the answer that I came up with for him, the very, very easy, quick response is, we connect women to opportunity. Our, our job is to, to de- democratize access to opportunity for women and individuals with marginalized gender experience. Uh, we, have, we are a social impact organization, a leadership organization that is committed to sharing women's stories. And we, we've created this really fantastic space. We have a, a 5,800-member virtual community on Facebook. Amazing. Um, we offer enhanced membership, professional development, social connection events. Uh, you know, we do something we call nom bombs, where anytime a, a, an award comes up or a nomination process comes up, we all kind of crowdsource and, you know, make sure that we're nominating our members and stuff like that. You know, I get to tell stories, their stories, to a very large global audience on the Startup Hustle Network. Uh, we've got some resources that we maintain, a women-led business directory and a speaker directory, a media list. You know, we, we do a lot, but the, the bottom line and the underlying desire is to create a pipeline of opportunity for women and gender minorities in our city. Absolutely. Oh, my God, Lauren. You know, I had um, someone on my IG account who is, I forgot where the young lady was moving from, but she sent me uh, a DM probably, I don't know, it was a few months ago. And so she was like, hey, um, I'm moving to Kansas City. I need to know what organizations do I need to connect? And what? And you know, I said, look here. And I didn't just say it. I sent her the links so that because I didn't want her to get it mixed up. Okay, it's like you really have to connect with Innovate Her, Lauren Conway, her entire leadership team and just the Lauren, you have you guys have really created a safe space. And that is super important. (laughs) You know, it's like, yes. And, you know, sometimes as women, we can walk into a room and we may not know other women in the room, but depending on the vibe and the energy in that room, that is really going to dictate what the value you get out of that experience, how you personally feel about that experience, and if you were able to even give back in that experience. Yeah. And I said all that to say that when we come to, when I come to an Innovate Her event, whether it's digital, online, or in person, I'm always in awe because it's safe. And even though I may not, know even half the women in the room it it you you guys have cultivated a vibe and an energy that goes it comes from you and then it permeates to the women that are there it's amazing it, i mean it really I, I, it really I, is I, I whole agree with everything that you just said and it's funny you know i have women come to me and they'll they'll say you know i haven't made it to an event yet i'm nervous you know i don't always like hanging out in groups of all women because there's this very uh you know kind of 
cultural thing where we, yes. we believe that women are, are competitive with each other. And, you know, we, we think that, like I, too, went to middle school. Like, yes. I understand why it might be a concern. But yes. the feedback that we get from folks who have attended our events, much like you, they say, you know, innovator events, they, they hit different. They hit and different. And it's all due to this this culture that, it, and, and I'm going to push back on you a little bit, and, I'm, you know, you attribute it a lot to me, and I would say that, you know, I get to be the steward of the culture, but the people who set the culture are actually the members. You know, we, we've got a lot of them, but we are all individuals enacting what we like to call radical positive change in the community, each in our own way. And we are committed to creating this culture of championship and support so that we can all thrive. You yes. know, that that's the deal. That's the job. Yes. And, yes. And I love it. <laughs> Lauren, you know, one of the other things I all, and I'm, I'm going to say this too, there's two things and then we'll, you know, we'll kind of go on, but uh, yeah. you are, so humble mm. you really you really really are I mean and, and it's genuine you, I mean it is like you feel it in your soul but oh, you, well, well that's very kind of you to say it, 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 it is the truth and I know there's not an innovate her in the city that won't that does not agree with me I already know that and so what we also know is that as leaders we do set the tone yeah okay absolutely okay <laughs> You do such a good job of setting the tone. I love watching you work a room, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Lauren, tell us um, what really drove you to create this particular community, this family? Oh, man. That, so that's, that's really – I love that question, but it's funny – you know, people will often approach me, they've heard about the work that they do, or they've been a part of it. And they'll say something along the lines of, you know, gosh, Lauren, Innovator was such a great idea. And it, that statement mm -hmm. gives me entirely too much credit. The fact is, Innovator was barely an idea when we started. It was really just kind of the universe smacking me in the face <laughs> and saying, hey, dummy, pay attention something interesting is happening here. What are you going to do with it? Yes. But the genesis of Innovator really lies um, in, in my history, my career history specifically. Uh, I worked in aerospace for a time. I worked in automotive. I worked in IT, all very, very uh, male-dominant industries. Yes. And I had really fantastic experiences. I found a lot of really fantastic mentors. But then I also had some experiences that were not fantastic. They were pretty horrific, mm -hmm. actually. And many of them were very gendered. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had this experience and I had one one journey in particular that was just awful and it, it wrecked me. And I never, I just, I decided I never wanted another woman to experience the things that I had experienced. And I, so I always had a very, very um, intense interest in equity for women, representation, you know, talking about the issues and the barriers to, to leadership that I experienced and that women around me I knew had also experienced. Yes. And so that was kind of my core. Okay. Um, you know, with, with Innovator, I had actually started, I had always had a side hustle. I was always an entrepreneur in some form or another, even when I was working in corporate environments. And 
I, I really wanted to connect with the entrepreneurial community when I moved here to Kansas City. So I started to go to events and I, you know, did some Googling and I found, you know, some organizations that looked interesting. And then I started, as I got to know people, I started to volunteer. And then I picked up a job at an organization. At the time, it was called the Kansas City Startup Foundation. And now it's called Startland. Okay. Uh, start, you've heard of Startland? Yes. Yes. Um, but they do a lot of work in education now, and they, they, they just do a really fantastic job of promoting an entrepreneurial spirit here within the Kansas City area. But I started to work there. I was their di- director of operations for uh, two and a half years. And while I was there, I noticed that once again, I had found myself in this environment, you know, that was very male dominant. And, you know, the startup ecosystem continues to be male dominant to this day. But... I decided that I wanted to put together just an event. You know, I wanted to bring together women that I knew and say, hey, like, let's not have an agenda. Let's not have name tags. Let's just go have fun, you know, chat with each other. So I put together this event where we, we all went and we got mani Petties. Okay. And I invited, I think I invited like 20 women. I think 12 ended up coming. We had little champagne splits and some snacks, and I got some swag and gave it out. And we just had a really fantastic time, and the feedback I got was really great. But then over the course of the next few weeks, I kept on getting these emails, and they all started exactly the same way, Sheila. They all said something to the effect of, you don't know me, but... I heard about what you did, the, the Manny Petty Day, and I want you to put me on the mailing list, or I want you to let me know the next time you have one. And in my head, I'm like, there's no mailing list. What are you talking about? <laughs> I but love it. I just hit that I could take. I was like, all right, you know, I can periodically put these together. Uh, right around the same time, Carlanda McKinney, who is an innovator and a fantastic uh, startup founder, at the time she was working on a, an AI tool to grab digital measurements and help women find and purchase custom fit bras. Mm. And so I, she asked me if I could help her put together some focus groups. Cause she's like, Lauren, you know, a lot of women, I would really like to get some feedback. So I send out, instead of sending out an email, I send out a direct message on Facebook to a group of women, female founders that I know. And I'm like, Hey, help out a founder on a Saturday. It'll take an hour of your time. You can talk about your boobs and they'll have cookies. And so women signed up, but then we started talking about the challenges of finding a bra that fits well. And then from there, somebody noticed that we were all women in the entrepreneurial ecosystem and posted a joke. And and we just, we kept talking and going back and forth. This chat would not die, Sheila. Like, it just would not go away. And women started adding other women. And these two things, the events and the, the Facebook DM, they all happened in pretty short succession. And in my head, I was just kind of took the moment and I was like, you know, there's, there's some commonality here. What yes. is, it? what is it that women are not getting that they need? Yes. And my hypothesis, and I, I, it has since proven to be correct, but my hypothesis was if we build a centralized hub for, for women in the Kansas city area within the entrepreneurial ecosystem to connect, get to know each other, support each other, ask questions, that we'll see great movements and we'll see great progress and women will be able to kind of jumpstart their leadership journeys just through the strength of community. Yes, you know? I love and, it. And that's where we were born. We were actually, uh, August 25th, 2018, I created a Facebook group called Startup Sheroes. Yes. And I, I'm not super proud of the name. It was too cutesy, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but I, I created it, and for the first few months, it was just me talking to myself. 
And uh, I just kept doing it. I was like, I know that this can work. I believe that this is a need. And as I I kept on talking, women started to contribute. And then they started to invite their friends and their their family members, not just their colleagues and coworkers, but the women around them. Um, you know, who were just kind of looking for a place to land. Right, And so I talked to so many of our members who, at that point, you know, they didn't identify as startup founders anymore, or they they weren't entrepreneurs at all. They were educators. They were politicians. They were community advocates and activists. And so so January 1st, uh, 2019, we changed our name to Innovate Her KC. I love it. And the rest history. I love it. And we're going to take a quick break, Lauren, and we're going to come back and we're going to learn more about that history and future of Innovate Her. We'll be right back, y'all. We are back. You have been listening to today's segment of Every Woman with your host today, Sheila Johnson, and our special guest is Lauren Conway. Welcome back, y'all. Lauren has been telling us about um, innovate her and where they've been. And we're going to talk a little bit about where they're going. But before we talk about where you're going, Lauren, I wanted to ask you, because in order to be in this space, you have to be able to really have some difficult conversations. Yeah. And, um, you know, those conversations that can make us feel uncomfortable and you know, really press that point of vulnerability. And so being able to do that in this space is, of course, so much needed. But I wanted to ask you, why do you think or believe that di- that diverse leadership in whatever industry is important, whether that's diversity in gender and in religion and culture and race, why is that so important to the outcomes? Oh, man, I I love this question so much. Um, So one of the things that we found, and and I I do a lot of research uh, around women, around issues of equity, around, um, you know, just social justice issues, because that's kind of the core of Innovator. And I guess I I should add that, you know, we have two foundational values at Innovator, and those are low barrier to entry and belonging. You know, those those are our differentiators. They are the reason that they exist. They are the lens through which I view every single decision that I make on behalf of Innovate Her KC. It's what our leadership goes to. It's what our board pulls from. It's the core of who we are. And we have seen time and time again, and the data absolutely shows, like, when you control for all factors, organizations and leadership teams that have diversity, but not just in diversity, true inclusion, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about diversity, diversity is being, uh, you know, being at the table, but inclusion is being asked to dance. You know, I absolutely believe that. Yes. When you find organizations that are doing this well... They see better outcomes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're more profitable, mm-hmm. or you know, just as if, for instance, political organizations and and um, you know, Congress. Even when you see more women in leadership, you see more investment in community. You see more invest reinvestment back into community. Mm-hmm. You see more attention on healthcare and education. Um, you know, women as as a group, as a demographic group, we have great power. 
And we have some fundamental foundational beliefs that most of us, hashtag not all women, yes. uh, that most of us really align with and mm-hmm. believe in. And so, so I firmly believe that by amplifying and elevating diverse perspectives, yes. having more perspectives at the table, will help us become a more successful society. And like I said, I mean, it's not just a belief that I hold. We've seen it time and time again, yes. and the data has absolutely empirically shown it. It's yes. indisputable. Yes, I totally agree. You know, um, I was sh- talking to my granddaughter, oh, maybe, I don't know, a while back, and it was about her volleyball team. And so, of course, you know, she's 16 and on a team with other 15, 16-year-old girls, you know. And so, you know, really trying to help her, you know, understand uh, the value that comes from being on a team with other girls. Yeah. You know, whether those girls look like you whether they live in the same community as you, whether, however, you know, and wherever those girls come from, there's value in it. And so trying to get her to understand that and, you know, I think it's natural, you know, to gravitate to what you know. Sure. And so, of course, I challenged her. Why don't you introduce yourself and offer to practice you know your overhands with another girl on the yeah. on the team i said i'm sure you you're know, fine I love that so much yes and of course you would you would encourage your, yes. your granddaughter yes of course. Like, <laughs> you'll be surprised what you learn yeah. and so it was so and just seeing the look on her face when she did it she didn't do it right away and I didn't bug her about it. I didn't harsh harp on her about it. But one day she comes home and she has a jar of sofritos. But it's like in a mason jar. And I was like, yeah. where'd you get that from? And she says, well, <laughs> my new friend on my volleyball team, her grandmother makes it fresh. Ooh. Yes. And I said, well, where's her grandmother from? And she says, her grandmother is from Belize. I said, well, what made her give you that? She says, well, you know, I told her that my Gigi has a cooking show. So here this girl takes that information. She tells her Gigi in essence, and then her Gigi presents her with a gift to give to her new friend on the team to her grandmother. I said, I you, love that. I said, you see how that just worked? <laughs> yes. Were they delicious? I mean, I'm sure they were. <laughs> it was, oh my God, the Sofritos were so good. And so I, you know, and so she's like, I think I get it. But there is such a connection that if we slow down, and like you said, not all hers, you know, not all of us, yeah. but if we slow down and we, you know, uh, we find the value uh, in each and every one of us. The the stuff that we can do together, Lauren, it is, I mean. It's incredible. It, it's incredible. The potential is, is it, it, it absolutely gobsmacks me. Like, I'm losing words because, yes. I, you know, if we, if we could figure that out, you know, as a collective whole, how to work yes. together, how to 
you be collaborative, be creative together, uh, you know, break down those silos between us and and figure out ways to to be innovative and inventive and, and committed and passionate and all of these wonderful things that we know women are, Mm -hmm. you know, we were to channel that productively and properly, there there would be no limit to what we could accomplish. Absolutely. I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness. I was, again, also my granddaughter, you know, uh, she and I talk a lot. uh, But, you know, it reminds me of those conversations I would have with my grandmother. And um, one day she calls me because I'm getting ready to, in 2023, I'll be turning 55. And so she says, Gigi, you're getting old. And I'm like, "Uh, no, ma'am. I said, you know, I'm going to live to be a 90-year-old spunky one. But I told her most vibrant human beings I know. Come on now. Right. That's what I'm like, what? Are you kidding? And so (laughs) she asked me, she says, Well, when you slow down and you really do get older, what are you gonna do? And she said, Because you're always on the go. And I said, Well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go work on my PhD. And it's gonna be in women's studies and political science. I want to know the impact that political movements have had on women across the globe. I said, and you know we're going to start in the kitchen, right? We're going to cook first. Oh, of course. (laughs) Well, I mean, just think about it. Like, historically speaking, food and cooking, it's a cultural touchstone. It is. You know, it's not... Food is not just what you put in your body. It's an experience. And so many of us have those memories of our grandparents in the kitchen cooking and sharing memories and sharing those oral histories. And so I I think you're absolutely, that's a brilliant approach and a brilliant lens. I I love it. But yeah, I can't, I can't wait to call you Dr. Sheila. Yes. Look, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gotta love those honorifics. You earned them. Yes, absolutely. You know, my grand, my grandmother would say to me, Lauren, I could, I mean, as early as probably five, six, you know, um, this is my maternal grandmother. And one of the things I remember the most about her is that, you know, education and gaining information was huge for her. And, but she would always say to me, now it's up to you to get it and to do something with it. Yeah. And. When you get it, you do something with it for yourself. You make sure you do something with it for those in your community. Yeah. Otherwise, why'd you get it? Oh, man, your your grandmother was such a wise woman. I, I like her a lot. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, huh. You know, so, and I had not really heard anyone say it like that until I was getting my master's degree. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Father Knurk, uh at that time, and he basically said, you know, the way we're going to be judged as an institution is what kind of leader you, you go out there to be. Now, we expect for you to take your education and elevate the quality of your life and your family. But here's where, you know, the magic happens is yeah. when you take that education and you do things to help elevate the quality of life for other people. Yeah. He said, then as an institution, when you do that, we will have earned an A. 
And it was well, kind of the same thing my grandmother said. Yeah. Yes. It's like, what are you doing with it if you're not going to do something to help somebody? You know, so it was that same. Yeah. And so here I am sitting in this, you know, uh, outside on the lawn getting my master's degree and that affirmation that my grandmother instilled when I was a kid, I'm listening to Father Knurk basically say the same thing years later. It was like, wow, okay, Grandma, I hear you talking to me. I feel your spirit now. (laughs) That's that's, that's really impactful. You know, around Innovator, with the leadership team, we talk a lot about the social contract. You know, no person exists in a vacuum. No. And everyone, you know, if you... Went to school, and Sheila, when you were getting that master's, you know, you drove on roads that other people helped pay for. You know, you were probably lifted up by mentors and people who were invested in your success. Um, You know, so so nobody really got to where they are alone, Mm -mm. no matter what folks may say. Mm -mm. And there comes with that a deep responsibility to Mm -hmm. reach back, share your wisdom and experience, but elevate the next generation to come, right? Absolutely. And that's that's what your grandma's talking about. Yes. You know, you, you have this responsibility to to use what you were given and to to elevate those to come so that our, our experiences get progressively better yes. over time. Yes. And that's what we get being members and part of the Innovate Her. We get other women that are com- that are giving their, you know, their expertise, their information, their resources, you know, their experiences. And it's just, I mean, Lauren, I can't even begin to tell you how, what the impact has been on me. And it's just beginning. It is really just beginning. You're awesome. You're, I mean, and, and the leadership team there at Innovate Her, I mean, you all just really, you do such a great job um, making us again all feel welcome. That whole low barrier thing is definitely low barrier. It's like, hey, come on in. You come in there. Somebody I mean, is gonna speak. They're like, is there a cost? Is there, you know, is it gonna take a lot of time out of my schedule? Because geography, like money, is a, a barrier for sure. But geography yes. and time are also barriers. Yes. Uh, to be successful women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to, to strip those down as much as we could. There, mm-hmm. there are a lot of professional networking organizations for for women in the Kansas City area, and, and, I, and I love them all. You know, I, I don't think you can have enough resources. You can't have too many resources. Yes. But as I said, I view Innovator as a pipeline. Yes. We're going to... We're, we're the biggest part of the funnel. We're going to take all comers, you know. If you feel like you belong, you belong. Come mm-hmm. on in. Even mm-hmm. if you don't feel like you belong, we want you to We want you to come visit with us. Yes. I love it. So to that end, we get to then connect our members with those other resources that mm-hmm. might propel them on their journey. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't know exactly how you want to lead, we're going to give you some ideas. Mm-hmm. If you aren't sure what resources you need to run for office, if you want to start a company but don't know where to begin, you know, we're able to collaborate with other agencies here in the Kansas City area, share those out, offer, again, that expertise that you talked about. One of the things I love best is watching a a woman post a question in the group, and then within 10 minutes, there will be 30 responses. Like, hey, you know, try this. Or even even if it's just you go, girl. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love that. 
as well. <laughs> yes, that's powerful. It is. Lauren, yeah. can you give our our viewers some ideas of like, um, you know, because the, the women who are a part of the Innovate Her, you know, movement, they're in all types of industries, you know, all yeah. over the board. And I know a lot of them are out there doing some phenomenal stuff. Can you oh. share some of those, you know, successes with us? Oh my gosh, I, uh, this is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, so thank you. Uh, one, of the, one of the individuals that comes to mind, I'm going to talk about Jackie Wynn with okay. Cafe Cafe. Uh, that is a Vietnamese coffee shop. And uh, what's interesting is Jackie was a Broadway actress, moved to the Kansas City area at the start of the pandemic, and she wanted, decided that she wanted to start a mobile coffee cart for Vietnamese coffee because she hadn't been able to find any in the metro area. And so she, she started crowdfunding, and, and she came to Innovator and started asking for resources. I need a muralist. I need a bookkeeper. Um, and, and then she posted her GoFundMe, and it was, it was so interesting because, like, our members just latched onto it. I started sharing it and promoting promoting this fundraiser. And, you know, I, I certainly don't claim that we are responsible for Jackie's success. Jackie is responsible for her success. But they her fundraiser ended up getting oversubscribed uh, wow. two days early. You know, they raised 12000 She was trying to raise, raise ten, And I, I know that Innovator was a small piece of that. Yes. And, that and that's one of the messages that I, I always try to... to highlight the fact is like our members do the work mm-hmm. we just provide a platform yes. and you know, sometimes we we plug in and we provide assistance you know we've got um dr janisha wade okay. with start at zero founded a nonprofit to support early education particularly for folks who might not otherwise be able to to access a bunch of resources okay um, and, i mean she's doing amazing work wow it's fact is the the education gap and inequities in education they begin very young mm-hmm. and so dr wade her job and start at zero they provide resources to families learning opportunities i i think they've had they have a learning center that they just launched it's beautiful wow. but you know trying to put power in the hands of parents in the community yes. to set children up for success and i mean she's just quietly operating mm-hmm. off of 39th mm-hmm. doing this incredible work like wow. that's represents you know they come from all backgrounds and industries but each and every one of them are those badass women doing kick-ass things in our community yes. and and if we can just elevate them champion them share their stories and provide them with some resources i don't think kansas city understands how beautifully and transformative that could be for our community. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yes, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, I mean, I have hundreds of those, but I I know we have limited time. So, (laughs) Yes, yes. I mean, it is, um, you know, I I think it's important, too, you know, that we – you know, like you said, we get that information out, you know, because yeah. you just never know who's listening at a certain time or what platform they're listening on and just helping to tell, helping to tell the story. Yeah. Well, and so often people ask me about our social media. We've got a, we, we have a pretty, what I would consider deeply engaged 
digital footprint. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook group that is extremely active through our social media on Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, and, and one of the reasons that I, I put so much energy into that and that Innovator focuses on that is, is exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's our job to champion our members and sponsor our members out in the community abroad. Um, many times our members, they are over, well, they're overscheduled, under-networked, under-resourced, um, but they're doing incredible things. And so if we can help tell their stories, you know, we've had members come to us and be like, I found volunteers or I was able to hire someone through Innovator or, you know, I, I had a record-breaking sales day with my small business when I posted in a Get the Word Out Wednesday. Yes. You know, it's just opportunities like that to plug in and, and identify the need and then address it. You know, if you need someone to tell your story, we want to be there to help you do that. Absolutely. I love it. Now, Lauren, how can we, as the community, how can we support members of Innovate Her? What can we do? (laughs) Uh, I mean, there there are a lot of ways. It's going to vary, of course, depending on the innovator. But there are some really basic things that we can all commit to doing. Um, things like shopping local and supporting women-owned business, um, you know, sharing things on social media. If your friend, you know, founded a nonprofit and has a new initiative that they're launching, hey, share it out. It doesn't cost a single thing. It doesn't cost a cent to just share that story. Because as you said, you never really know who's watching or who's listening and who might be able to help, um, you know. One of the things that we love around Innovator is uh, giving people their flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're very intentional about creating space to celebrate each other. You know, just reach out to someone, throw them a text, and be like, hey, I see you. I appreciate the work that you do. Um, that could be transformative for someone. And, and, I, and I love it when that happens. And I see it. I see those kinds of connections happen through Innovator all the time. But, I mean, there are a lot of ways that you can support Innovator KC members that don't cost a single thing. They just take a little bit of intentionality. Yes, I love it. Intent. Everything. Yeah. Do in, intent. Um, it That uh, reminds me of something that happened uh, to me a couple of, oh, maybe about a month ago, you know, in, in learning to be intentional, you know, about... Yeah. You know, whatever it is, you know, whether it is my health, whether it's, you know, my business or, you know, and being around other women who are intentional as well. It's it's very empowering. It's very empowering. And that is something that is I, I take away every single time, every interaction that I have. Uh, at an Innovate Her event, I walk away with empowerment. I really do. I'm like, girl, you just came from, you see all them women in there? <laughs> all the women in there that are doing the thing? Girl, you are a part of that family. You can do it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, 
you, you said something that was really profound in there, but like action begets action. You know, when you are around individuals who maybe they don't look, think and act exactly like you, but they're all committed to purpose. Yes. It's a very energizing thing, right? Yes. Like every innovator meetup, you know, I'm always tired because I've been setting up and running around like a crazy person trying to, you know, manage all the stuff that I walk away from those events and I just, I feel energized. Yes. Like this is my why. Yes. And I feel like a lot of our members experience that as well. You know, you walk into these rooms and you see women who don't exactly share your experience, but they share your passion mm-hmm. and they share your, your, your sense of purpose and your commitment commitment and that that can just elevate your whole day yes it does (laughs) it it really does I really love the morning ones because it does it's like girl you can take on the whole world come on what we doing today after you leave one I always feel that way (laughs) yeah well and, and, and I've had people ask me like why do you have social events like usually organizations like innovator our peers they they tend toward the professional development stuff and I'm like here's the thing you know who are you most comfortable and who do you like celebrating sharing championing sponsoring the most Mm-hmm. It's probably someone that you like, right? Exactly, yes. Family, your friends, the people that you have deep connections with, when they ask you to help, you're more apt to do so. So we're just trying to create space for people to do that, you know, meet each other. And, and we've seen some really cool collaborations come out of our social events, not even our professional or leadership development, you know, just because it's hard. I think it's hard to make friends as an adult sometimes. Yes. Like not being <laughs> necessarily want to be besties with all of your coworkers. And, and so we've created space for mm-hmm. that. Just, mm-hmm. just some grace and space. Mm-hmm. We, we don't really do anything too specific or too prescriptive. We're just like, hey, hang out with each other, like each other, laugh with each other and yes. see what happens. Yes. Yes. I love that. You know, um, we are and talking about to you know the future you know yeah. what, what's next Whew. that is <laughs> a question i <laughs> it makes me giggle um you know so so i have a lot of thoughts about this i when innovator kicked off you know as i said it was it was kind of an accident like an intentional serendipitous accident and I didn't realize what I was starting when I started it. And mm-hmm. so at some point on the journey, I had to sit down and I had to get very intentional. And I had to, you know, write down on paper, like, there's a great opportunity here. This thing that I thought was just going to be an easy, fun, social thing, um, you know, it's becoming more. And it has the potential to be more. And I, I believe in it to the point where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to devote my time and my energy and my experience to it. And it's going to be my thing. And so... We've slowly but surely started to create more impact within the community. You know, we didn't used to do social uh, or we didn't used to do professional development events. We didn't used to do, you know, resource maintaining or creation or any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. we've just kind of slowly but surely added those things along yes. on our journey as we built up the capacity and figured out where the need was. So now we've reached this point that I'm, I'm very excited about. And I'm going to be honest, it, it makes me a little nervous. <laughs> start addressing the groundwater like the the very and in, in, incidentally sophic solutions taught me about the groundwater concept that is helmed by another innovator 
Um, so definitely check it out. Yes. But groundwater, you know, when you when you address the rainwater, you that's a temporary fix. But mm-hmm. if you address the groundwater, the deep seated systemic issues that affect inequity mm-hmm. and, and keep people down, hold mm-hmm. them down. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start to address those, you see you start to see real change. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about the groundwater, you know, innovator as we move forward, I want to start offering scholarships to returning adult students. Mm-hmm. And I want us to be able to create a pipeline to organizations like the Appointments Project and, you know, getting women, more women elected to or appointed to office, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so my, my vision has become a lot more complex and what I, I feel a lot more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we have all kinds of plans. You know, mm-hmm. we're about to release the Connect Her database, which is a, an opportunity pipeline for our members to raise their hands and say, I'm interested in these kinds of opportunities. Yes. We're going to be launching that soon. Nice. Um, you know, yeah, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. We're working with um, a, a pretty big, I can't talk too much about it, but, you know, we have an entrepreneurial program that for our culinary folks. And uh, I do believe I contacted you about it, Miss Sheila. You did. But we <laughs> bring more of our, our culinary folks to market more easily. Yes. You know, how can, how can we do that? How can we create more access mm-hmm. to members who are creating products. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And Lauren, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to oh. come back and we'll wrap up on what's, um, you know, what's coming down the pipeline and how people can get connected. We'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back. You are listening to this week's episode of Every Woman with your host, Sheila Johnson, and our special guest, Lauren Conway, CEO and founder of Innovate Her KC, y'all. It is such an honor to have Lauren here. She is, again, a champion for women and creating spaces for our development and growth and connection and all of that good stuff. And Lauren was just telling us a little bit about some of the things coming down the pipeline with Innovate Her and what we can be on the lookout for. Yeah, well, first of all, I miss you, Sheila. You know, we were just gone from each other too long. I know. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, we just we have a lot of exciting opportunities in the works. And, and the question that I and the leadership team and our board of directors just constantly have to ask ourselves is how can we continue to deepen our impact? So that's really, that's the yes. goal. You know, my, my long-term, like, 10-year goal and strategy, I would love to have leadership centers in major cities across the country, innovator, yes. innovator centers, where women can come and find resources and support. And, you know, we can figure out ways to help women along their leadership journey. Because no matter what industry you work in, what vertical we're here to support leaders, and, and we want to help women identify as leaders because yes. um, sometimes imposter syndrome is a real thing. Yes. And we want to help them thrive, you know, and, and that's, that's the long-term goal. So, so we have a lot of exciting things coming down the pipeline. Um, we, we will continue with our monthly meetup. You know, our, our virtual community is so useful and so wonderful to be a part of. But we're really hoping to, to dig in our heels and make some really deep, lasting change within the woman's ecosystem. Yes, I love that, Lauren. You know, um, and we're going to just 
go ahead and we'll start manifesting that with you, you know, the Innovate Her Centers across, you know, the globe. I mean, it's, um, I'm a firm believer if that if you can conceive it and you believe it, then, you know, it can be achieved, you know, it yeah. really, really can. And that's what you want. That's what your vision is. And we're going to start, you know, connecting with you and manifesting <laughs> with you on that. Look, that's all the five prayers, happy thoughts, you know, send us on our way. I love it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> all of that good stuff, you know. Uh, speaking of, you know, manifesting, uh, I looked on my vision board for 2020, and on that, there is a logo for Food Network. And so, you know, I'm like, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, uh, but it has happened. And so in January, Lauren, I'm going to be on what's called, it's a new show, uh, first first season of it, uh, the NFL tailgate food takedown. Shut the front door, Sheila. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. Well, and weren't you just not too long ago featured like in all recipes? I mean, that's a pretty big yes. foodie destination yes. as well. Like you're just, you're killing it, my yes. friend. I'm so, yes. so, so proud. I had but nothing to do with it. I'm so yes. You know what, Lauren? <laughs> Every time I see you, there is something that you ask me every single time. And it you, means... You told me this before and I didn't even notice. But continue. It, it means the world to me. And it means the world to me because I know you're asking because you really want to know. And you really want to know because it might be something that you have that's in your circle that you can connect me with. And you yeah. always ask me, Sheila, what can I do for you? Is there anything you need? You always ask me that. And I, that's I huge. That pretty much everybody, everybody that I meet. <laughs> Certainly innovators. I mean, that's, that's a job, Sheila. Like, I, I just have such a huge heart you for do. amazing women like yourself who are out there and maybe they don't have all the time and the resources and the staff and the money and, and all of that stuff, but you're doing it anyway. Yes. And you're, you're doing it in the face of great obstacles, and there is nothing that I admire more. And if I can help on that journey, and especially if Innovator can help on that journey, if, if our people can help, then that's exactly where we want and need to be. Yes. You know? Yes, and because of that, and I'm a, and I think I shared this with you too. But because of, you know, and again, someone out there may be listening, and I know that many of us, you know, come with the mindset of that asking for help is somehow a reflection of either my intellect or just me, you know, and. Oh, it could be people could see it as weakness people could see it as yes. being too vulnerable it's it, we yes. all experience that for sure yes <laughs> and so lauren and, and this is again how impactful and the value innovate her brings because of that and because of what i get out of those experiences i remember i sent you a message and i said hey i need a coach I would have yeah. never asked that. Never. <laughs> Just be, you know, it's like, 
I should be able to figure this out on my own. Or, you know, is is it anybody else's responsibility to help me figure that out? Whatever all the, those things that Sheila, you know, needed to get rid of and shed. But because it, Innovate Her is such a safe space for me yeah. and a empowering space for me, I felt comfortable and I felt relaxed that I could ask you that. And I knew yeah. that you would provide me with information and the resources for me to then go f- figure it out and make that connection. But I had to get over that hump. And that was a yeah. huge hump for me, you know. And so, Lauren, I just wanted to to say that as we get ready to close because, again, as women – you know, it's not easy walking into a room full of women, you know, who, you know, are, we can get intimidated, you know, for whatever yeah. reason. And I just want women out there to know that Innovate Her is not that kind of space. I'm it's so glad that, like, I'm actually about to, to tear up as you're, as you're talking, because that, that, that's certainly the intention, and I and I I think that we feel like I and innovator feels very seen right now, and I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely, that's, that's the truth. That's the goal. Yes, yes. So, how can listeners get connected to Innovate Her? Well, so, so it's fairly easy. Um, we're we're pretty out there. Um, the the best best way would be to join our virtual community. If you are on Facebook and you do a search for Innovate Her, all one word, and then KC, we should pop right up. It is free to join. We ask just a couple very basic questions. Um, You know, so we we would love to see you join the virtual community. Um, You can definitely follow us on social. We love our, our LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook pages. You know, we would love to connect with you there and share our member stories with you. Uh, you can check out our website at innovateherkc.com. Um, we have some information about some of the programs that we offer and some of the things that we do out in the community. Um, but really, you know, if you if you want to reach out and, and talk to me or talk to one of our leadership team, feel free to shoot us an email at hello at innovateherkc.com. That's hello at innovateherkc.com. And we will see what we can do to get you plugged in. We would love to do that. Awesome. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. I could not have spent my afternoon in a better way. Thank you so much. You all have been listening to this week's episode of Every Woman here on KKFI 90.1 in Kansas City. And your host today, Sheila Johnson, and our special guest was Lauren Conway. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me, Sheila. This was a delight, and you are fabulous. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Bye-bye.